Welcome to An Actor Despairs. I'm your host, Ryan Perez. Today's guest is photographer and artist Ricardo Gomez. I had the pleasure of meeting him last fall in Paris through a mutual friend that he was shooting. His work is so incredible, I highly recommend you check it out. Moreover, he's currently on tour with Madonna, shooting her Madame X tour, and has so many amazing things in the pipeline. Here's our conversation. Ricardo, how you doing? Hey, I'm good and you. Thanks for being here, man. Yes, thank you for having me. Well, I'm a huge fan of your work. We met in the fall through a mutual friend that mm-hmm. you shot with, a mm-hmm. model named Will Peltz. Mm-hmm. And I've been on a lot of those things with him. And it was the first time that I was really mesmerized by your work. And then I had the good fortune of walking around, getting to know you, and you're a great guy. And then we went into a museum, and you showed me one of your books. And I was just so blown away. And I ended up buying it. And I was like, I, I love your aesthetic and your image. And I'm, I've got so many questions. But before we dig into the work, let's start from the beginning. Where did you grow up in Portugal, right? Yeah, I was born in Madeira Island in Portugal. It's an island in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, I had a very healthy time growing up there with sun and love from my parents and my family that are very important to me. And I moved out when I was 17 because I just felt that I didn't belong there. It's just so weird. I, till today, I travel often and I have feelings with cities everywhere I go. Um, and Madeira, I never felt home. Even in, weird. Your, in your childhood, you didn't identify? Well, in my childhood, I never thought about it. Right. You know what I mean? But when I started, like, wanting more mm-hmm. and realizing what I wanted to do or that I wanted to go somewhere and do something else, uh, then study and be, you know, I would just look around and look at my friends and they had no... They didn't have strong ambitions, and I felt that I always had strong ambitions in my life, and I still do. So I got home from school one day, and I looked at my parents, and I said, I want to leave this island and go to a bigger city and eventually finish studying and, you know, keep on going with my life. So I did that, and then... Were they arched me? Part of well, it. they they got a bit surprised, or they didn't get shocked because they they kind of knew that it was going to happen because we we talked about it for a while, um, and that I didn't want to stay there, but then I didn't want to wait, yeah, <laughs> to finish school, of course. So um, I said I want to quit school and keep on going with studying photography, and that's when I moved to Lisbon. And I lived in Lisbon and studied for three years. And then I stayed one one more year kind of wandering around. So I lived in Lisbon for four years. And then I... Is that the New York of Portugal? Like, is that the cultural... Well, yeah. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's the the capital and it's it's a really nice city. Um, But then I realized that I wanted more. Yeah. So I wanted to leave Lisbon. <laughs> And did and while you were there studying photography, you you knew that that was going to be your medium. Well, I was so focused that I wanted to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just weird. Like I didn't feel like doing anything else. And then, how did you kind of find your aesthetic? Were you working on film? Were you doing digital? Like no. What? In the beginning, I was very lost. I was just um, looking around and getting inspired by other photographers and mm, some movies. Like I'm not. I'm not really into... I mean, I love cinema. I'm not a geek in cinema. Yeah. I wish I knew more, and I wish I could watch more movies, but I don't really. But I have, like, certain actors from the fifth, from the 50s or pictures that I look up on the internet because I'm constantly looking for in, in, inspiration, inspiration and photographers and people that I like, um, musicians that inspired my photography... Um, I mean, my photography is very, um, right now, it's very, um, kind of, I don't think it's new style or I'm not trying to do anything new yeah. or not done. I just 
try to focus in what I like and try to do the best. Mm -hmm. So I get inspired by photographers, you know, that like Mick Rock or David Arm David Armstrong or Nan Golden or you know, I like photography that tells you a story, kind yeah. of. A portrait can tell you a story. Totally. You know what I mean? I don't like photography that's too commercial. I agree. If I can call it that way. Yeah. 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 I totally know what you mean. And so when you started, were you shooting on film in school? Is that how they started, you guys? or Digital. Digital. But then we were doing film, too. We did all kind of experiments. We, we developed our own photos. We did, like, different things. Cause from like, truly film to digital. But we were mainly focused on digital because we had homeworks that we had to deliver kind of fast. Got it. And you can't yeah. do that with film. No. Yeah. Especially because you have to process it. Exactly. And so then after you graduate school, do you go to Paris? Well, after graduating photography school, um, I didn't know where to go. I, that's why I stayed one year in Lisbon wandering. And, and were uh, you just capturing images at, the, at this moment? I was just there. I was partying. I was partying a lot. I was with friends yeah. a lot. But it helped me, like, understand things in a different way because... That year was very intense for me. Yeah. I tried a lot of things and I was partying a lot and it made me realize that I wanted to do something useful for me and I just wanted to focus on work. So then when I left Lisbon, I moved to Paris. It happened. I went to Paris to visit for four days. Yeah. And I said, I want to move here in like, and then I went back to Lisbon and I looked at my parents uh, because my parents came to visit me right after Paris. And I said, I want to move back to Paris. I want to move to Paris. Yeah. And they said, what? And I said, I want in two weeks, I want to be in Paris. So literally, I left my apartment and I left everything and I just moved to Paris. Wow. So we, so it's kind of, every time I move, it's like that. Like I have to, I think about it and I have to do it right away. Yeah, totally. I'm very impatient. I I, I'm the same way. And then how did you find your footing in Paris? Like what, where did you start? Paris was just crazy. I don't know. Did you speak French or? No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I speak Portuguese. Yeah. Which is kind of similar. Then I moved to Paris and I would only speak English, which is the thing not to do in Paris <laughs> yeah. because they will just keep on answering in French and I'm like hello yeah I um, I got nothing for you yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean now I have the feeling that it kind of changed the past years people are starting to be a little bit more open to when it comes English to English speaking but they don't like to make effort yeah and um but I mean, and then I lived in Paris for eight years now, and it's just a relationship of love and hate yeah. with the city. Not with the city, because the city, well, with the people, but the people make the city too, yeah. so, yeah. And then I know in photography, uh, a lot of photographers start out by assisting. Did you do that when you... I did assist um, a few times, uh, specific people, specific photographers, Um and but I never really liked it. Yeah, it was not my thing because I wanted to be the person in charge. Totally, it was like their aesthetic, not yours. <laughs> You're living in someone else's dream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, but then I did that for a little bit. During a year, I was and or like one year and something, I was just wandering and doing different kind of things. You know, I, I was assisting. I, I always did part-time jobs. Um, I never had any problem with that. I think it's part of the process when you, uh, are an artist. Wanna, yeah. yeah. And you, when you want to work hard for your dream and yeah. what you want to do. Um, and so I did different kind of part-time jobs. Like I worked at night. I was bouncer in clubs. I was, you know, I was just doing, doing everything the grit work. Yeah. To make me understand that you know, what I really wanted to do. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, it just helped me. No, I mean... Because I, I think that when you do part-time jobs, it just makes you understand that... I mean, I was doing... You know, I was working at night, and then I was working in a store, and then... So it makes me, you kind of realize that when you do an artistic job, that that's 
your place. Totally. It's to not really deal with people. The thing that I've learned the most about being an artist is like there's nothing like working something you hate to make you find something you love. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. anything but this. And so then when you do that and you start when you get to Paris and you start shooting on your own, are you are you going to agencies and testing, you know, with models? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I'm I had um someone in Paris that helped me a lot to do that. Which is uh, which is an agent from uh, an agency called Success Models. Um, Roger, he he helped me a lot. He in the beginning he he looked at me. I, I came to the agency to meet him. This was in the beginning. This was like the second year probably that I was in Paris, and I just looked at him and I said, I mean, he's a very easygoing guy, and he did that with a lot of photographers. Um, some did great. Some just got lost on yeah. the way. Um, and he said, you have potential, but you should try to find your own style. Because oh. at that point, at that moment, I didn't have, you know, it, my photography didn't look like, I mean, what it looks today. Yeah. Uh, I was shooting only color. Um, and nowadays I do mainly black and white when I can. Right now I've been doing color too again, but I mean, you can have, a black and white photograph, it's completely different than a color photo- photograph, in my opinion. Yeah. But you can have, if as long as you have your style in it, you know what I mean? Totally. You can, you can do it. You can do color too. And I, um, and he looked at me and he said, you have potential. So I'm going to try to guide you and give you a couple of guys here and there and you can just shoot them. So I started doing that and I started giving him, uh, you know, test shoots and he really liked it and that's when I started finding my you know what I like to do I don't like to say my style because it's not you know it's yeah not my style but what I like to do in the direction I like to go in photography interesting and and let's talk about that because on this podcast I talk with a lot of artists and acting it's your voice and music it's your tone photography it's your style is that something you find or it finds you you know or is it something you, you steal from the greats because I talk about that all the yeah. time you, you know, you, like, there's that old saying is like, you know, paint a Picasso painting. And by the time mm-hmm. you're done painting that painting, it's your painting. It's not a Picasso yeah. painting. Yeah. Anymore, you know, I mean, I think that both ways you find a style and the style kind of meets you or f- finds you because I, um, it's just weird. Like, it's just weird how sometimes I connect with things. I started I, and I get obsession. I, I get uh, obsessed about it. Yeah. And then I have to like, work on it and make the best so i found the style i like and then i just connected like very strongly with it you know what i mean totally and i went for it and i tried to do the best like a better light each time and work it out around that and you know studio or outdoor photography or indoor photography but not studio it always kind of had the same poetry to the picture do you know what i mean 100 percent. so yeah i think that i found it and then after like maybe one year or two years of that because when i moved to paris i was just working constantly i wasn't focused on anything else i was not partying i wasn't looking for yeah anything you like i still do today i don't really party i'm not i just either. like to work <laughs> i did it too much i had to stop <laughs> yeah yeah it's good I, I just like to work i don't know and then obviously living in Paris, it's hard not to ignore the gigantic fashion machine that's there. Did you, yeah. did you dial into that or because you were testing with these models, you kind of inadvertently got immersed in it or how did, how did that ad come together? Slowly I started doing editorial and then, but I was never really into it. Yeah. Because that, it's, it has to be it. very commercial and the brand's deciding the image, yes, right? No, I mean, you have a couple of magazines that give you the freedom to do your style. Yeah. Because they trust you and they want that. They want that style. But it takes years to get that kind of trust. Yes, it does. And fashion, um, people don't take risks, especially big magazines. And which is sad because it's not really an artistic world. It's just money world. And yeah, that's what they do to you. They literally ignore you till this is the truth. They ignore you till you get something. Yeah. Until like bigger, yeah, that makes them trust. So basically, they don't have their own opinion. Yeah. They go through the validation you know, of other smaller yeah, exactly. publications. All right, so you're you're getting tested by all these different publications, and you start moving up the ladder, mm-hmm. I imagine. And then at this point, when do you start 
working because you have a lot of relationship you did a piece with uh, a, a model couple that was married right and you yeah i did i yeah. mean i always tried to do this is the thing i when i started photography and i i was testing all these um models and i always tried to find um models that would do something else on the side or that had something like cinematographic going on or I don't know. I just, I'm just really inspired by people that, you know, that like, that have an artistic side. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I tried to look for young actors, young musicians. So I started digging into this and then I started, then I started um, doing music a lot. I started shooting backstage uh, concerts. Um, you know what I mean? And then I, I and then I, I met um young musicians in Paris, rock and roll musicians, uh that kind of guided me into that world. Yeah. So that's when I started shooting um a lot of music. Because at some point I was focused in that. Yeah. And I still am. I kind of think that's what I really love in photography is to work with musicians. Because I don't like fashion at all. Yeah, I can understand I why. I that world. Yeah. So I like musicians or actors, mainly. And then I um, started working with different kinds of musicians. I shot, from, you know, from Pete Doherty to Marianne Faithful to Kim Gordon to wow. Patti Smith to... But that just came along the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I just feel that musicians trust you a little bit more. A hundred percent. Especially from rock and roll music. Yeah. I mean, that's the rock and roll aesthetic is kind exactly. of f you. And yeah. if you don't understand me, yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. And so then you're, you're shooting these. But music. we get there. We will get there. <laughs> in the conversation. And, uh, I just advanced a little bit. No, it's okay. <laughs> I love it. And so once you're kind of like having to do the, editorial survival stuff then you start doing the passion projects like the ones you did with the two models who were married that that was later that was that was like last year oh wow okay so basically uh i met francisco because we we're talking about francisco lachowski i met him um a couple of years ago while i was testing yeah. models roger was his agent at that time and he said oh i have francisco in town and he kind he was kind of on a break moment between okay. modeling he had like a year that he he's kind of like disappeared a little bit from fashion and he was just doing mainly uh, money jobs and like big money jobs and he said oh he's coming back to paris uh and you know you should do some uh photos of him and i said oh i've seen pictures of him before um because he, at that i mean a little bit before that he had like big fan base on Tumblr and everything. Yeah. And um, I said, okay, let's do it. So then I tested him. I test shoot him and the pictures turned out really great. So then I started having a little bit more visibility mm -hmm. uh, with what I do and model in the model world. Yeah. Uh, you know, shooting and editorial. So then I started shooting more and more magazines and after that, actually helped me and just doing always the same thing. Uh, but in the meanwhile, I was doing music a lot because yeah. that's what I was focused. And then I went to, I was going like on small trips, you know, to the southwest of France uh, and shooting my own personal projects at the same time because I need that. Yeah. I need that constantly. Otherwise, I just feel empty. Vapid. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I started shooting you know, uh, skaters, surfers, and all of that. So, and just shooting all the time. And then I decided to put my, my first years in Paris, nothing really exciting happened other than shooting, you know, testing models and testing models. I mean, I shot great musicians, but then nothing you know it's just it was just like i was just working on it you yeah know i mean working on my own thing and then when did i'm trying to make money wh where do you feel like it. the switch occurred where you started i actually don't really know because i've been my career has been um going up kind of slow yeah 
which I think is a good way to go because I've seen people going up really high and then fast. Yeah. And they just drop. They go to the moon and they don't come yeah. home. Um, especially with young photographers like me. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and I, I put my first book together, um, two years ago. Uh, and these, a lot of those images came from the passion projects or were exactly yeah. a, lot of, a lot of those, a lot of those images came from, um, shooting musicians, test shoots, and just going around and doing my own thing. Yeah. You know, and so it's a mix of musicians from, I mean, I, I shot, um, Glenn Matlock from, uh, Sex Pistols. I shot, uh, James Williamson from, um, The Stooges and then Pete Doherty and all these rock and roll musicians. I just put it together and I made, you know, kind of like, my own mood board yeah. book. And I called Playground because um, it was my own playground. It's basically the mix I put together, these photos that I did for all those years. And I put them together and I made a book out of it. Yeah, it's a beautiful book. I, I always wanted to make that book. And that must have felt incredible to assemble that. Yeah, it yeah. was really nice. The first time I saw it, I was like... Mm. It and was worth it. Did you have a publisher already? Yes, I had, a, I had a, a, an editor. Yeah. Wow, that's the, the same that edited uh, the Lashovsky family book. And then at this point, uh, I got to imagine, you know, just given the fashion world, like, was were your editors and were your agents trying to get you in the social media game, or was that something you had to dial into to like play up the? Not the really. Yeah. No, social media is not a is not really a big thing in France. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, a lot of French artists, like big artists, don't have Instagram accounts. Wow. Uh, it is a thing, but it's not as big as in America. Yeah. I don't know why. I have no idea. I don't understand. Uh, because it's a big part of the game right now. Totally. And I kind of go with it and I like it. I don't, I'm not the kind of person that's like, Oh my God, I don't like social media. I think it's just stupid, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it is kind of stupid. Yeah. We are all, you know, it's, it's part of yeah. the thing. And I just think that if you use Instagram, uh, if you take the best out of Instagram, it's great. And you can really find great inspiration in there. Yeah. It can, and it can be a mood board of yeah, sorts I if, mean, if you I, follow the right people. I, I follow the right people and I go, to the right pages and I just find great, you know, I'm always finding great photographers from the fifties and, you know, like there's a lot of pages that have all these mood pictures yeah, and they credit the name of the photographer. So I'm always learning on Instagram. I'm yeah. not looking at girls with booties out all the time on Instagram <laughs> or boys yeah. coming out of the gym. Yeah. Like, if that's their thing, fine, but yeah. that's not what I'm looking on Instagram. And that's what people that say Instagram is bullshit, they're referring to that kind of, those kind of pages. And I always say, so then don't go to those pages. Yeah. Take the best out of Instagram. And the person who, let's say, was your mentor, so to speak, what was his name again? The agent? Uh, oh, Roger in the beginning. Was yeah. he, was he still kind of guiding you at this point or were you on no, your own wings? I am since yeah. a long time. I yeah. Mean, we talk sometimes. He's happy for me, whatever I do. Um, when I had the two lounge for the books, he came. Um, you know, he supports me, but he's not, you know, he's not guiding me or, you know, anymore. Yeah. He's just a friend. And now you're doing a lot of musician work, right? Well, after my, after Playground, I decided really fast that I wanted to do another book. Uh, so then I came to, uh, Francisco and Jess and I proposed them to do this project with them and their two beautiful kids. And we just made Lashowski, um, family a book that you know, with the sponsor of a French brand called Bonpoint. And it was really nice. Um, I'm really happy about that book because just the mood about it is kind of yeah. magical. It's like, I don't know if you ever... I, I saw some images from it. It's, yeah. kind of, it's kind of voyeuristic in this amazing yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I loved I spent, 
I mean, I didn't spend one full year with them, but I saw them a lot during the year, traveling back and forth, and then they eventually moved to Paris for a year. So we were together a lot. Um, and I was just shooting them all the time. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's very interesting, the process of that book, because in the beginning, even though they were my friends, I was afraid to like follow them whenever they go to the bathroom to get ready. You know, all the home process. Yeah. It was just weird in the beginning because I was like, oh, this is like, I'm going, I'm really going into their privacy. Um, but then it was part of the process. So I had to do it. I had to get over it and do it. And, you know, photography, it's a really, especially when you do like document, when you document something. Yeah. And I really love doing that. It is, it is, um, a very psychological game. Yeah. And it still is today. Yeah. I totally agree. And that's what the best photographers do, you know, because you really dig into something that's, more you just get really personal with the person or with the subject you're shooting even when you go backstage with artists when you go backstage with artists you never know what's going to happen yeah uh, after or before a concert you know what i mean they might be very chilled uh they have different rituals you know what i mean they might be doing drugs yeah they might be drinking they might be doing things that will intimidate you but then it's part of the process. Like you cannot, you can't judge feel intimidated yeah. or judge what they're doing. You know what I mean? You just have to go with it. You know what I mean? And I've been in all kinds of situations. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to that, as you can imagine, because I shot Pete Doherty. Yeah. <laughs> when you start having some success like this in Paris, does it change your relationship with the city? Do you start to like it more? Do you start to hate it more? Like how? Do- I don't call success. I'm not. I'm not. I'm successful with myself. Yeah. I'm not a famous or a known photographer. I, that's not my goal. I just want to do my thing. And I want people to look at me and, and my work <clears throat> and recognize and be like, oh my God, I, because this happened already a few times. One time I was in Amsterdam and was super happy because I was in a club and I was introduced to a group of people. And this guy out of the blue, he came to me and he was like in Amsterdam. Yeah. He came to me and he was like, Oh my God, are you Ricardo, like, photographer? Because, you know, they said my first and my last name in Amsterdam. And I was like, uh, I freaked out because I don't like this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know if I will ever do. Uh, and I was like, uh, yeah. I thought for a minute saying no. Yeah. There's no way I he's said, talking about I me. I said, yeah, I'm a photographer. I don't know if you're talking about the same person, but he's like, Oh my God, I love your work. And then he started going and going and going. And I just, I don't know why, but I'm not a shy person at all. But yeah. when it comes to my work, I'm very shy. Yeah. When I get compliments, I always say thank you, but I don't know how to react. Yeah. So it's very weird. And I said, Oh, and I just, I was just thankful, but in a very weird way. He might have thought that I was a bit weird. Oh, but that's, I mean, it's amazing that it started getting on that level, you know, because that's the... I don't know, it's just funny. Yeah, it's crazy how that happens, but think about it, you know, that you're in Portugal, could you have imagined four or five years later that you would be in Amsterdam and someone would... I don't know, I just always imagined that what I loved would come to results and hopefully good, so I'm still working on that process of making it better and better and better, you know what I mean? When I'm working, when I'm shooting... Honestly, I'm not thinking about the money. This yeah. is a big problem for me because I'm not a good business person. Yeah, uh, I have an agent in Paris that takes care of a part of my work, not everything. Because agents in Paris are different than agents in America. Uh, agents in America, they take commission from any kind of job you do, even yeah. if it doesn't come through them. In Paris, it doesn't work that way. Only if, once they get... Yes. Co- yeah. So, you know. And then... My life just changed completely now. Yeah. I mean, After, so that book, the Lachowski family book came out in March. I had the launch in March. Of 2018, then, right? No, this year. Oh, March 2019. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it happened in the middle of a storm. Wow. <laughs> were you here in the States at that time? Or? No, I was in Paris. You were in Paris. Yeah. And what was that like? Writing that whirlwind of that book. It was good. Did you it tour was... with it? 
The book? Yeah. No. I mean, no, no, no. Because I, I went to the bookmark thing, but that was for Playground. That was for Playground. Right. I two, had two signings for Playground. I had one in Paris when it came out in April from last year. And then I had uh, another one in Bookmark in New York in November. Mark Jacobs Which I was really happy. Yeah. yeah. It was a beautiful event. Yeah. I was really happy that they... I don't know. It was crazy. Like, I'm very humble about my work always. And I never... I think it's good. I like I like the result of my work. Yeah. I'm proud of it. But I never think that people will always want to take it to a next level, which yeah. is kind of interesting. And so we sent the book to the person that, that's in charge of buying for a bookmark and to LA. And she received the book. And like a week later, she wrote back to the editor because he sent the book. And to me on my Instagram... And she was like, oh my God, you can't imagine. I just received your book. Yeah. I get tons of book on my mail all the time. I don't, I don't even like care about more than half of it, but your book just really popped out. It's so beautiful. It really tells a story. Your work is so sexy and beautiful. And I was like, what? I mean, this is bookmark. They sell yeah. like great books. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. From like photographers that I love. And so it was very important. It's very, I think it's very important to be humble about anything that you do. Yeah. And then when these moments happen, it just brings you like strength and gratitude. And it's very positive. Yeah. yeah. I always feel very strong when I have these moments. And then when, you, when you're doing these shooting, shooting, <laughs> when you're shooting these models and you're doing these backstage, like, why black and white versus color? Talk to me about the pros and cons of both. Like, what, what, in, what interests you about black and white? I just think that there is something really raw about black and white, yeah. even if sometimes it's not a completely raw picture. Yeah. Without any post production. It's just very, I think that's how photography should always be, black and white. It's classy. Yeah, it's yeah. classic. Everything looks more beautiful. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, backstage, I was, when I was shooting rock and roll concerts, like after rock and roll concerts or whatever, I, you know, it w I would just shoot with flash and it would just be like sweat and yeah, blood sometimes. And, you know, it would just be very sweaty and very raw, but that's beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. And I think that's cool. And you don't get the same effect from a color photo. Yeah. I and, don't know why. Well, I mean, I, that's why I love going back and watching the Hitchcock films. You know yeah. what I mean? There's something, there's, the texture is so different than, sure. than today. And, mm -hmm. and there's so much, yeah. Like, what was that one movie that came out almost for you? The Artist, you know? Yeah. Like, you, you forget about the value of that. You know, because cinema now, it's like so rare that a movie comes out in black and white. And I do like, I do love... I do love color photography, but I like either when colors are very strong or um, when there is like two main colors that really speak up to the whole photograph, which is like warm. I like warm colors. I yeah. like yellow or red. That's why I love Nan Golden work because all her photographs are very warm. Sometimes it's cold, but it's like blue. You yeah. know what I mean? So there is like... She, it, there is always these three main colors yeah. in her photographs, you know. So it's very, it's a style. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then, you know, I like desaturated color photos too. Yeah, I agree. And then, so when do you start shooting American musicians in Paris? Well, I started. I always photographed American musicians. I mean, I photographed James Williamson, which is from the Stooges. Um, and he's American. I photographed um, a few young actors, and I photographed... Um, I don't know. I would always come to New York or L.A., and I would try to work. I yeah. would try to, like, shoot... And was it your agent introducing you, or no, was it you? not at all. Yeah. Um, I would just do it by myself. I would I always... Listen, if you want something done, you have to do it yourself. Totally. I hear this from the best. Yeah. Today, every day. Yeah, I agree. You got to get it. Yes, it's nice. It's amazing to have an agent, but you have to be your own boss yeah. all the time. And you have to contact the people you want to contact because your agent is always focused in money jobs. Yeah. And doing portraits of an artist doesn't bring you money at that 
spot normally. Uh, yeah. But then it might, it brings you after. Do you know what I mean? But my agent has this eye. Yeah. He knows. And he always supports me. And he says, if you need help for this or that, I can help you. I can like try to get the content. Nah, 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 nah. So he helped me in that. But I do the research in my head and I say, I want to do this and I want to do that. And then I go for it. And if it takes too long, I can't like myself or I call. Nah, nah, nah. Like I don't give up. Totally. Can we talk about the project that you're working on now? Yeah, sure. I, um, I've been working on this project since. Well, this, everything started in a very fast way since, uh, in, um, January. Wow. It's like not long after I met you. I, met, I think I met you in October. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you can introduce the project. <laughs> so you're doing, uh, a, a, a tour book with Madonna, right? I'm not, yeah. Yeah. I'm doing an immersive, a, a document yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I love. Um, I, in January, I was called by, I mean, my, one of my really good friends, uh, Nuno Shiko that lives in New York, great, um, video director. He called me, uh, and he said, Hey, I'm doing this video, like this concept video with, um, Madonna in Lisbon, uh, called The World of Madame X. That's available on Amazon, actually. And he, and it's very beautiful. It's a very beautiful piece. And he called me and said, would you like to do the behind the scenes? And I said, of course. Yeah. Uh, I mean, why? This is the thing. When these kind of artists come your way, you ask yourself different things. It's just hard to explain because I, when you're not like, I, I like to shoot different kind of artists. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I was always into rock and roll music. Yeah. That was really my passion. Totally. She, she's completely rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Arguably one of the pioneers, you know? She, I yeah. mean, she's like the dopest girl in the world, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It was just really incredible because I was like, wait, but this is a pop artist. And, you know, so I had the ba- the basic thoughts yeah uh that came to my head and i was like how am i going to make this work because you know everything needs to look decent beautiful yeah you know what i mean so it, it's like you know it's another step but it's very positive you know what i mean because you step up your game and totally. you get out of your comfort zone and you know and then but it was a really interesting concept so i accepted right away and i said okay let me explore a little bit of her world because you know, I'm from um, uh, 1990, and it was not really, you know, when 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 yeah. she had uh, you the know, 80s were kind of her, or, or, yeah. or the 90s yeah. when it was like yeah. the big moment. Yeah. I was not into, you know, the music. Yeah. So I did. Let me do a research, and and you know, I always respect. I always respected so much her her career. I mean, she's one of the, you know, greatest women in music. Um, and I started researching a little bit more and more and more. And I was like, oh, this is going to be an amazing project and opportunity for me. So I did it and I accepted right away. And I, um, went to Lisbon. We shot this. Um, and I was really happy to do it. Then the results ended really great in my own thing because I didn't have any directions like do this, do that, do this way, do that way. You were totally autonomous. Yeah. They trust amazing because this is the thing. Like when you come, this is what I'm trying to get. When you come to this world, that's like huge and very controlled and people still give you the freedom to do your own thing on set. It's kind of incredible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think it's because it was me. Uh, or you or anyone else. It's because this is how it works in her team. Yeah. People just trust you. She trusts people and, uh, people around her, they trust. It's like if you're in the set and if you are doing that work. Yeah. They will trust you. 
when you're doing this kind of documented work, and you, then they rebook you or not? But then, you yeah. know what I mean. Do you how how much of it is your relationship with the individual? You know, when you were doing the two models, when you were doing playground, how much of it is you knowing them and knowing you know what what's good to shoot in your comfortability with them, or is discomfort render a good photo when you're kind of like not comfortable and you're not like I'm I'm interested um, in that process. It depends. I mean, with her in January was different because. Um, it was a video. It was a video um, piece, so I couldn't be on the way. Yeah, uh, I had to be very neutral, doing my own thing on set. Do you know what I mean? Because I was doing behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, I could, I still shot her, but I was behind what was happening. Do you right. know what I mean? And I was kind of following and going through the process. You know what I mean? Then I had more freedom with the other musicians that were on set. Um, to do their portrait, like, and be one, one, on, you know what I mean? One, yeah, one, one on one with them. So that was that was different. But then, I don't know. I just think that you have to make yourself comfortable when you're in these kind of sets. Yeah, you know, and, and just do the best you can and shoot as much as possible, so you get, you know, a big selection, and you can go through and pick up the best of it. And I imagine your relationship blossomed after she saw the incredible results. <laughs> I don't know. It just it, happened really fast because then I went back to Paris and I stayed there for um, February and through February and March. And uh, it was a very weird moment because I was very sick. From how? Like, yeah, I was. I had like pneumonia, terrible after that shoot, <laughs> which is kind of funny <laughs> yeah. because we were in this place that was really cold and I was a bit sick. So I, I was very sick for like a month. I was like oh, no. feeling so bad. So sorry. Then the book uh, came out, the Leshovsky family book came out in March, in the 1st of March. And then two weeks later, I got, I get a message from uh, my friend Nuno again saying, blah, 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 this is happening. You won't believe they want you to do this, but I will put you in contact with the management so you can go forward with it. Yeah. And... It was just really fast. Everything was really fast. Everything in my life is just so fast. It's kind of exhausting. Yeah. A lot of stimulus. I don't know. It's just everything happens. Uh, I think that everything happens for a reason. And why, why I'm doing what I'm doing today, it happened because of something or because I did something or for a reason or because I'm supposed to be here. I don't know why. I, sometimes I try to understand, but you just go with the flow. It's the best. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, he comes like, what? And I think they really liked my work uh, and my um, vibe on set because that's very important for Critical. For in, her. In, yeah. Uh, it's the feeling that she has with people. And I think that's the truth of working with someone is that. And... Um, and then I was called, and then, I mean, I just, you know, left Paris. Wow. I mean, I didn't leave Paris. I have my things You came Paris, for a job. But I just left Paris for a job for, like, I don't know. And how's it been being here? I'm just here? going with it. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not freaking out. I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm just going with it and it's been a great she's gearing up for a big tour in the fall yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, so i it's called madame x yes. yeah yeah madame x tour so i'm just going with it and it's been an amazing experience i'm surrounded by inspiring people and i love her energy she is one of the most inspiring person person i ever met and she's just incredible i mean i'm not saying that just because i'm working for her of course you know, I, if I didn't like her, I wouldn't, I, I would rather not talk about her, but yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's how I am. Yeah. But it's just really inspiring being around her. Like, I don't know. She's just, she's almost from a movie star to a rock and roll artist, the raw of the raw. Yeah. But then, then it transforms into a movie star again. And then it just transforms into this amazing performer. Like, you know, uh, Dancer, I don't know. It's just weird. An amalgamation of do, all this. She can just do anything. Yeah. And then it sounds like this is what you like doing more anyway. The 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 musician documentary kind of voyeuristic experiences yeah, versus sure. the editorial. Yeah. yeah. So then 
the the you know the most important thing for me in the beginning because this is a process that I had to go through with myself is to break the boundary between because when you're shooting someone famous doesn't matter who uh when you're younger and when you're like kind of because I consider that I'm still like in the beginning of my career yeah. do you know what I mean I um think I have to create this uh, the ice between us so I'm able to like go and do my thing and yeah. be free with the photography that I'm doing with yeah. her or with whatever person so and this is the hardest part in the beginning because you don't feel confident enough to do it yeah. usually do you know what I mean because you're like how is the person gonna react if I'm around shooting being that too intrusive yeah. moment or you know what I mean but at the end of the day, these people are so used to be surrounded by people, people yeah. doing different things at the same time on set that it's okay. Like they don't even notice you sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's fine. And yeah. she would just tell me all the time, just like, just do it. Just go for it. You need to be, you know, you know, you need to like be on people's faces. Totally. <laughs> Sorry, you're having a blast. I, I hope. So it's great. Yeah. I'm having a great journey and a great time. While you're here, are you doing? While I'm here. I was in London before. We were in London for a couple of months. Uh, I traveled already a little bit with, with them. We, we were in, um, Tel Aviv and for Eurovision and we were in Vegas for billboards. And I mean, it's just, you know, it's great. It's, it's a great experience. I've me, I'm meeting inter super interesting people. I'm meeting people that I never thought I would m meet. Yeah. And, um, and the most interesting people is the people that are actually behind. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Not in front. I agree. Those are the characters. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're, you know, the, the produce, the music, uh, the people that produce the music, the people that, you know, they're always around and, you know, it's just, it's just great. Like I, it's just inspiration from everyone and everywhere. I think that in life, whatever you do, it's very important if you, and if you do the same thing every day, it's very important to try to find inspiration and, uh, stimulation from everything, from everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like wonder things. Why is this this way? Why is that that way? Like you have to ask questions to yourself all the time. Otherwise your life gets so boring. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, I don't, there is a lot of things that I do that I don't, I don't like to do. But that I have to do, do you know what I mean? Um, on the process of my day. Yeah. Um, but then I try to like, you know, if I, if I'm in the subway, I, I hate being in a subway, but yeah. I just, okay, what can I do in the subway? I just observe people. Yeah. That's great. That's you know part about I mean? New York. Yeah. It's the people watching or anywhere you are. And I don't know. It's just, you have to do this every day. You have to keep yourself awake and wonder and, question yourself all the time so life actually makes sense what would uh, obviously i know she is but outside of madonna who what artists are inspiring you right now like wh where are you drawing your inspiration from right now i'm very focused on what i'm doing so i'm not actually going around and around and around on that subject in my head yeah um there is a lot of artists that inspire me before Starting working with Madonna, I had the pleasure to photograph uh, Patti Smith in Paris last year in November. It was or October, I don't remember anymore. Um, it was a great experience. Um, she has a very, she's a very interesting person with a very interesting um, energy and personality. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, and then if you ask me who would you like to shoot next, I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. Yeah. Do you, do you, I mean, obviously I know this will result in a book, but do you, do you like doing the book thing? Like, do you, do you I'm, see? I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just creating content and uh, photographs for different subjects. Um, obviously, you know, there is always a tour book or a VIP book that comes out with, you know, the tour. And so some of my pictures are being, you know, chosen for different things, including that. Um, I'm not, doing my own book yeah this project you Got know what i mean that's not my idea for now that's not what i'm here for uh 
that would be a great idea. And obviously, um, after this, because I'm great, I'm getting so much content, but that's something that I will think about it later. Yeah. What advice would you have for any artists out there that are listening, that are kind of struggling to, to get it together? Just don't struggle. Yeah. <laughs> just focus. <laughs> just focus. I yeah. Mean, don't, I think that, um, the, the, that, the each moment that you think that, um, you're really down in your life, just think positive about it. You just, you just have to keep on going and think that that moment will bring you up. It, it, everything happens for a reason. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're, if you're going through a moment, it will be fine. This is what I think every day. Like if I, if I'm having a moment during the day, I'm like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You know, I always think positive myself, energy, positive. Yeah. You have to be positive all the time, even when you're in the, in, in the, the negative yeah. moment, because otherwise it's just hard. It's, it's impossible. Yeah. Especially in, in, the world that we live today or the, the world that I live today, because maybe, you know, my parents would think the same way a couple of years ago. I don't think the world has changed so much, actually, which is sad, but. And, and coming full circle now, how do your parents feel about, you know, all Oh, they're your... very happy. They're, yeah. Yeah. They're very supportive. I talk to them every day. I've been talking to them with my parents every day since a long time. We have a very strong connection with each other. Um, and yeah, they're very happy. They support me a lot. Yeah, that's great. And then obviously, I know they ask every day if I'm okay. <laughs> I'm As like, good parents do. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, I know you have this tour, but what what else is next for you in the foreseeable future? Do you have anything you can talk about or photography wise? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of things that I can't really talk about it right now, but you will see. Well, more more importantly, what's the best way for people to stay in touch with you? Just what's your Instagram? Just go on my Instagram, Ricardo Gomez with an S, because they like to write with a Z, Z. <laughs> and double C on Ricardo. It's only one one C because I'm not Italian. Thank you. Um, Instagram, Inst, I N S T. So Ricardo Gomez, Inst, I N S T, and just you know keep on you know you just see my work there. Yeah, you know? people can steal from you. Yeah. Ricardo, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for yeah. having me. Much love, man. Yes. It's going to be great. <laughs> if you like the show, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening.